All right, everybody. Thanks again for tuning in to KOVE 1330 AM, 107.7 FM, Community Connected. You're listening to Coffee Time. I'm your host, Vince Tropea. As I mentioned before the break, we're in studio today with Riverton Mayor Tim Hancock here today to talk about this week's Riverton City Council meeting. As always, we do these uh, interviews when we can. We're doing this on a, on a Friday after the Tuesday Council meeting. So by the time you're hearing this next week, uh, just know that if we're talking about this weekend, we do mean the weekend of uh, the 19th, 20th, and 21st. Before we go any further and talk about uh, the Council meeting and any, and any other Riverton happenings coming up, Mayor, how are we doing this morning? Doing well, yeah. Um, it's very nice to have things warming up. And I think I've said that both times since. <laughs> and I say keep it coming. That's, uh, <laughs> until we get, uh, we, we were talking about how cold it was for so long that it's only fair that we talk about how warm it is too, uh, at least until we get sick of it uh, in July. But uh, And that's bound to happen. You know, that's how it goes. If you have a hot summer or in a cold winter, I mean, no matter what, you're not going to be happy. But these in-betweens, the spring and the fall, those are my favorite seasons. Well, and right now we're, we're skipping. We went straight from uh, winter. We had a couple nice days there and we went straight into uh, summer showers and now uh, smoke and flooding. We, we kind of skipped that nice period. Hopefully we, we still get something here at the end yeah, of May. <laughs> you are right. It's it's interesting because, you know, we've had in in, in years past, we've had basically smoke season for lack of another way to put it. But, you know, with the wildfires and stuff that we've had the smoke from just over the years, it's it's not fun. No, it's not. And uh, as I say, when we were talking about this on the uh, uh, radio on coffee time in the morning the past few days, uh, it's easy to complain about the smoke, but uh, we got to think about the people who are truly being affected by it uh, in Alberta and in in Canada. So hearts and everything and uh, thoughts and prayers go out to them as well. But um, moving on to today, we had our city council meeting uh, on Tuesday night. Uh, Was this a regular meeting work session? This was a regular meeting, uh, yes. So uh, we have our regular meetings, of course, every first and third Tuesday. Uh, we've had a couple of different special meetings. Uh, we had a work session last week. Some of that was to talk about the budget. Some of that was to talk about um, some of the discussion we've had about Delta 8 and Kratom. Mm-hmm. So that was not this not this last Tuesday, but the one before. But this last Tuesday meeting was a regular meeting, as we usually do for the first and third Tuesday of every month. So how did it go? What were the uh, main, uh, what, was there some action items for the night or was it uh, mainly for discussions? Um, we had a lot of different things that we were discussing. Um, I will say that uh, we had two proclamations. Uh, those are always enjoyable to me because it, you know, draws attention to different organizations, 100%. different groups, uh, different people in the community that do a lot. And and so I think those proclamations can be really good to to draw that attention that's needed. And so one of them was Public Works Week, which is next week. Or if you're listening to this on Monday, it's this week. It's this week. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so Public Works Week is uh, is coming up. Uh, and it's it's really just meant to recognize uh, the, the Public Works employees, all the people that go into making it so that the city can run. Uh, for the city of Riverton, the Public Works Department is our largest department. Uh, they're in charge of a lot of different things, and they tend to get um, they tend to get involved in stuff that maybe people sometimes aren't very happy about. Right. And, and right. despite that, uh, they work hard, and they're always willing to go in and do everything they can to make the city better. And often the bears of bad news. And yes. That's not not always a fun position to be in. That is correct. They're largely responsible for our plowing. They're uh, largely responsible for our road maintenance. Uh, everything like that. Sanitation falls under their purview. 
And so they really do work hard and they, I think, deserve to have some recognition. And so that was part of the purpose of Public Works Week. Um, it's, it's kind of fun because our two largest departments are being recognized over these two weeks. And oh, so it's great. this Friday, today, May 19th, is uh, coming at the end of the recognition for our police department for police Correct. officers around the world. And so there's been a lot of community recognition for that, and I appreciate it. And so there really has. I've seen a number of social media posts of the uh, different uh, restaurants in town, uh, some of the other businesses that are just going out of their way to uh, drop by and drop off some goods and uh, show their support. Which I think is great, and I think our police officers really do uh, deserve that. And we have an excellent police department, and I, I think we've got a lot of just um, – great people there that really are community minded and doing their best to assist the community however they can. I do hope uh, that uh, some of that recognition we've had for the peace officers this week carries over into next week and people do well at recognizing our public works department that has some of the same similar uh, responsibilities totally. in the fact that you're going to be out when nobody else wants to be out. You're going to be out late hours, early mornings, uh, you're going to be working hard and you're going to be doing a job that's sometimes dirty, very literally, with the sanitation and some mm -hmm. of the other things mm -hmm. they have to do with water and with wastewater treatment, all of that, and honestly don't get enough recognition for it. So I guess I would encourage our listeners, uh, take some of that energy that you've had towards the police department and keep that energy going. I mean, we definitely, they need that recognition and they do a hard job every day. But I do hope we can get a little bit more attention to our public works department. You know, if you're thinking about it, bring something by the the office that we have down off of um, off of Monroe, and uh, and you know, give them some recognition too. If you think about it, they like Gatorade and snacks too, don't we? They <laughs> like Gatorade and snacks. And this is their too. week. This is going to be their week for it. So, and I know police officers like donuts, but I bet public works employees do too. Yeah, I don't think that's fair to assume that not everyone would like some donuts every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, folks, if you are uh, out and about, uh, do do show that recognition to the public works and hats off to them as well. Uh, so those were the two big proclamations for the week. Uh, what about? Um, uh, discussion items. So one of our biggest discussion items that took up most of our time of the meeting was the Wind River Visitors Council budget. The Wind River Visitors Council is a joint powers board. So we have a countywide lodging tax that affects everybody who stays in our hotels. Mm -hmm. That lodging tax goes back to the state, a percentage of it does, and then a percentage of it comes to the county. And in order to be able to function, we have to have a joint powers board that determines where that money goes. We have representatives from each of the communities, from the county itself, and um, that really makes it so that we decide how those money, that money is going to be spent. And mm -hmm. so that's money that has to go towards really marketing for the most part. It's going to be things that are going to encourage people to come and stay here and spend money in our hotels. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so the idea behind it is that the money's supposed to be spent in a way that's going to encourage people to be spending that money again. And like you said, how to get them to uh, come here and stay here too for an extended period of time. Exactly. So that's a lot of marketing, a lot of different things like that. And so at once a year, we have to approve the budget. Each of the governing bodies uh, have to approve the budget of the Wind River Visitors Council. And so we wanted to talk a lot about that and make sure... We're being responsible as 
really the people that are connected to the voters with the spending of this money. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we appoint two members of the Wind River Visitors Council from the city of Riverton. They serve on the board. They make the decisions. They have an executive director, Helen Wilson, who does a great job for us. And um, so none of that is really very directly involved with the voters. We are the connection to the voters on the city council and with the other governing bodies. And so we want to take that seriously tax dollars, making sure we're responsible, we're accountable to the voters. And so that discussion took up most of our meeting, and it was a good one. And we really wanted to make sure that the Wind River Visitors Council um, had what they need from us and that we knew what they were doing and that they were – there was just that communication. And they do such a great job at highlighting all of the things that do make uh, this this area amazing. I, I spoke with Alan Wilson on the show about, mo- about a month ago. And uh, some of the cool things that uh, maybe kind of fly under the radar that they're doing too, that they're involved with and highlighting are really neat. Uh, the uh, reservation uh, audio tour, that was in one of their new things. Uh, the signs they're putting up, uh, uh, definitely something that folks are interested in. Well, and I think you and I met for the first time at a Wind River Visitors Council event, which was at Bunk's Barbecue. Correct. Exactly. Exactly. That was the uh, the Riverton Community Celebration. Yeah, that's right. And, and which, was... by the way, not a whole lot of people showed up. There could there should have been free Bunk's. Uh, it, yeah, I think there, there. I would have if I would have lived in the area, I would have been there had I not been uh, uh, on the job. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, it, it, and it was good food. It was good people to talk to. Part of the point of it was to recognize this change that we had in that the uh, um, outdoor, the ice races were going to be uh, held in Riverton. And of course, we had some things that got in the way of that. Mm-hmm. They still had them over near Boysen, but uh, that was part of the point of it. And uh, it was a lot of fun, but that's partly what they do. And so there was that discussion. And then I will say the next part, the next uh, item that was on the agenda really tied into that because as I said, we have this money, percentage goes to the state, percentage goes to the county. Mm -hmm. Well, by agreement, actually, the uh, Wind River Visitors Council uh, gives a percentage of that money, 25% that goes back to the cities and towns within our community. Oh, great. And so Riverton gets a portion of that. And then what's been happening, we call that tourism asset uh, dollars or um, tourism asset development program, sorry, TAD. And so that money has been going to the chamber. Well, up until now, we've not had a memorandum of understanding between Riverton and the chamber exactly how that money's supposed to be spent and um, and just kind of setting out what's expected from them, what's expected from us. Mm-hmm. And so that item was the next on the agenda, and we passed that memorandum of understanding, and now it's going to go to the chamber. And so um, it was really good because they also did report on how that money has been spent and they're trying to do very well at being responsive, responsible, and make sure that, that we have that communication. And so it was good to have them there and pass that MOU as well. So the next two items really had to do with the airport. We had a bid award for some snow removal equipment. That was passed. Um, that bid was... Um, Really just to get some equipment that we need up there um, to get rid of snow. And there were four different schedules for it in terms of sometimes we separate it out like that. So just in case a bid might be low for one piece of equipment, if it's high for another, we can choose which one is the lowest bid for each piece of the equipment. Gotcha. And so we were able to go through that bid. We were able to award that bid to um, an equipment company out of Mills. 
And so uh, took care of that. One of the nice things about that is that the vast majority of the purchase of that equipment uh, for snow removal was covered. Oh, great. And so the, the amount that the city actually had to cover of that was much smaller than the total. Um, and then we had uh, another uh, bid regarding airport seal coat and marking. And that one, uh, again, we had a lot of different uh, schedules that we had it separated out in. Um, what was really nice about this is that this really is something that the state is covering a lot of. And um, one of the things that's good about it is that the, the, um, the lowest bidder, I think, was able to keep that low bid because they were doing a lot of other projects like this around the state. Okay. So when you're having to buy things, you know, in bulk and you're having to have this be something where you already have the equipment for it because you've done it for another airport. Makes it that much easier just to go to another area. Right. And so you've got that uh, ability to do that. And it made it so that this bid came in quite under the estimate. And that was appreciated. And, and it'll be good. And the airport will be benefited by that. And uh, the state, definitely their support of the airport is appreciated in, in terms of being able to cover this project, uh, the vast majority of the cost. So those were mainly the action items. We had an easement that we also discussed um, that is hopefully going to be making it easier for the modelers park uh, over near the airport to be used. And that's going to be uh, a lot of fun. Um, and then we also had discussion in our quarterly fiscal report. Uh, it was good to hear from Mia Harris, our finance director. Uh, she had some good news for us, which is that it's looking like we are going to be um, we're going to be in a good financial position for this year. Great. Uh, we had budgeted to be pulling a, a good amount uh, out of cash to be able to make sure that we were uh, fiscally responsible. And it looks like we're going to be pulling out a lot less than we have in the past. And so uh, that was good news. Really good to hear that and uh, makes things easier as we're looking at the budget for this year, which is our focus next week and uh, the first meeting of next month. Phenomenal. Well, that's, that's all, all good stuff to be hearing right now. Yeah. And I, I think the city's in good hands. I think we've got a very responsible council. Uh, very responsible city staff that just does an incredible job. I can't say enough how appreciative I am of Brian Eggleston as the public works director, Mike Miller, our community um, development director, Mia Harris, who's our finance director, and of course, uh, Kristen Watson, who is our uh, city clerk as well as our HR director. And they just do an incredible job. And of course, Kyle Butterfield, our city administrator, so we have really good people that work for the city of Riverton and take things seriously. Um, of course, I just left out, of course, our new police chief, Eric Hurtado. <laughs> oh, great. yeah, yeah. He's, uh, and he's just, what, now uh, about a month onto the job? He is, yes. And actually, he's uh, getting his family moved down here now. So uh, he's out of the office for right now, but he'll be back uh, in June. Another one uh, to throw out uh, the Law Enforcement Appreciation Week uh, gratitude there for. And then, like you said, all of those uh, workers for Public Works uh, Week next week. That's right. So we've got great city staff, and I can't say enough about just how impressed I am with them and how well they do it, making sure things run well in the city. 
And before we let you get out of here today, too, uh, we did just have uh, an article go out uh, from our reporter, Katie Rennick, and uh, it was uh, dealing with uh, your involvement with an informal task force. I was wondering if you wanted to, if you had a little extra time to talk about that at all. Sure. That's been something that's that's new. And uh, I've had a lot of people that have reached out to me wanting to talk about homelessness. And, uh, you know, we've got it's let me start from the beginning of this. I had uh, an individual in the community reach out who has really taken an interest in and is really trying to help an individual that she knows that's homeless, somebody that she's met just, you know, over the last year or so. And just trying to think of ways that we can help him and help others. Mm -hmm. So she reached out to me. And then I've also had others reach out to me talking about what can we do. A lot of what prompted this discussion was the recent death of uh, Richard Lone Bear. That Mm -hmm. was in November of last year due to exposure, due to alcohol intoxication. And um, so I've been thinking long and hard about how we can address this and what exactly we can be doing. And one of the things that we've been discussing is uh, just getting a group together and talking. Uh, Some of what also prompted this was the homeless summit that the Riverton Peace Mission just recently had. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And some of the folks that were involved in that have also been involved in this group. And so right now, all we've been doing is trying to get an idea of what our assets are, so to speak. Where are people able to go who are in need, who are homeless? And so we've talked a lot about that. There's a lot of great organizations that do a lot uh, to help individuals in our community that are in trouble or needing to improve their situation in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, newer organizations that are coming out, uh, organizations that have been around. And so we've had those groups uh, getting together and just trying to figure out what do we have, what do we need? And a lot of the discussion that I've been trying to keep it focused on is if Richard Lone Bear were alive today, what could have prevented him from dying? Right. Um, and so that's been the, the crux of the discussion. Um, naturally, people are going to make choices. Um, you can have whatever services available, and people aren't going to choose those services. But being able to find out what services he would have been able to receive, and if not, then what services we could start providing in the future to be able to assist him and others like him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think one of the discussion points that we've had is just where can people go? Uh, what kind of help do we have available? And is there something else that we need to have available here? And that's been the discussion now. And and that's just where we're at. I, for our next meeting, we're intending to discuss, you know, actually talking with some of our folks that are around uh, that don't have homes and just seeing, you know, what is it that you would actually use? Right. You know, because we don't want to have a service that's not going to be used. And then maybe they just have no idea that those services are or aren't available. So they just don't put out the effort to try. And that's been part of why we've been talking is to figure out what services do we have. Right. So that's been where we're at right now. It's it's really been um, so far just two meetings, but we're, we're hopeful that we'll be able to continue to find uh, good ways that we can assist our community. Very much the beginning, early stages, opening of the dialogues, but that's that's where it all starts. Yes. Uh, Mayor, thanks again for taking the time uh, out of your day to chat with us as always. Was there anything else that you think our uh, listeners and uh, eventual readers might want to know before we let you get out of here? Uh, just that... Uh, we're doing our best, and we're always welcome to hear feedback. Uh, if you think there's something that's going well, 
reach out. If you think there's something that's not going well, reach out. I'd like to hear from you regardless. And I know our city staff is very dedicated to public service and, and take their job seriously. So I'd love to hear from you. Feel free to call me anytime and I'll do my best if I can't answer your questions to get you to someone who can. As Riverton Mayor Tim Hancock, as always, thanks for coming in today. We do appreciate it. We're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, more coffee time after a quick word from our sponsors.